everyone. This is Rick with a special CyberPro podcast. We're here at the Hacker Dojo in Mountain View, California. Very excited for you guys to meet Ed. Ed is the executive director of the Hacker Dojo. Ed, who are you and how did you get to the Hacker Dojo today? Um, yeah, so Ed Chaudhry, I'm the executive director here, uh, Brooklyn, New York. I was born and raised. Uh, that's why you see the, the 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 mural behind us. Buddy from my a buddy of mine, Doves, uh, came into some pieces here when we first opened. Uh, I came to Hacker Dojo in 2014. Um, I had an idea. I've been a part of a couple startups, uh, but this was the first time I was going to start my own thing. And uh, I was actually looking for someone technical. Uh, and then I winded up teaching myself how to code here, and then building the startup here, and meeting an awesome community, and started volunteering a lot. And you know, you're here all the time because teaching yourself how to code takes a lot of time and a lot of focus. So I'm here all the time, I'm volunteering, and then you know, more just spent more and more time here. Then I joined the board, and then now today I'm the executive director, driving the ship and um, you know, helping develop the programming. That's amazing. So what is the hacker dojo? Hacker Dojo is uh it, it was a co it's a co-working space before there was co-working. It was a open hacker space. Uh, you know, most people think of it as maker spaces, but we had, you know, we had uh, we were just known as a hacker space. So we actually came from one of the original hackathons called Super Happy Dev House. And that happened so many times. They said, hey, what if we had a place we can go 24-7 and just hack our brains out and share ideas and just have this openness uh, for community-driven innovation? Uh, and that's where we started in 2009. Um, we went pretty strong till 2020. Pandemic hit, we're nonprofit, it hurt us. We reopened it in April and here we are today. And then our fourth iteration uh, of the dojo within the Bay Area, uh, we've we've been in three in Mountain View and one in Santa Clara. So we just came back to Mountain View, so we're excited to be back. And so becoming a member of the Hacker Dojo, you know, what's here? What's what's available to the folks that come in besides just the cool co-working space? Yeah. Um, so you have community. Uh, it's great, great community. You might uh, run into someone who's kind of further in the journey of, you know, uh, their career and they might have, to have some cautionary tales. You know, they might give you some advice. Uh, they, they will kind of give you some direction. Uh, you can also rely on fo folks for um, feedback. This is a great place to bounce ideas. This is where the, the spaghetti's flying. Uh, so not a, a lot of thinking stuff is not, right? Um, but yeah, it's, it's an awesome place where you can meet others who are kind of in the same boat as you. It's a little scary space, right? It's, I'm in this space. Well, it's cool, it's cool and scary, right? So people who love tech are here passionately uh, sharing what they're doing, but also those who are like first-time founders, it's a great test bed and uh, uh, a neutral testing ground for different innovations. So there's no one particular platform or, or tool that we all use, or we're not you know, sponsored by corporations. We're all membership driven, and we'll probably get into that. But it's just this open playground for the mind, uh, gym for the mind, uh, uh, campus without class, they call it. <laughs> so you have tools, you have uh, a laser laser room, not laser, laser tag, but laser cutting. Uh, you have electronics for light fabrication and prototyping. You know, we have a uh, reflow oven for prototyping PCB boards and stuff like that. Uh, and then ultimately we have the, the event space. So we are, again, we were created out of an event. So we have events all the time. And that's what's the main driver for this is that it's open free events for everyone to come in and share ideas and learn, you know, level up. Amazing. And you just mentioned something about the membership. I, I think this is a great time to pivot to that question. This is a membership community. So, mm -hmm. so how does one become a member? Why should they become a member? Why is it important that you mm -hmm. drive membership in? Mm -hmm. Good question. Um, so uh, our mission and, and our, our, our mission is 
the it's to create a, a creative uh, inclusive community and accessible to anyone who uh, just wants to learn play and build and those who are techquisitive uh, so with that anyone can join we want as much diversity here as possible because with that it brings in different walks of life and it comes with different uh, uh, perspectives of the world. So it's really, really important to have that. Um, it's easy as just going to hackerdojo.org, uh, signing up and get going. Um, yeah, it's 150 a month, or if you do an annual membership, it's 1200 for the year. So it's like hundred bucks for 24 seven access to a place that has laser cutters and 3D printers and a cool community and unlimited coffee to your heart's capacity. Uh, <laughs> kombucha. <laughs> kombucha. Yeah, we got kombucha on tap, which is pretty cool. Uh, that's a new, that was a, a new perk that we got. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of cool. Uh, lemongrass, ginger is not bad. So Ed, talk to me about what gets the Hacker Dojo to a self-sustaining where you're not constantly just trying to drive for dollars. Oh, so um, sustainability is membership. We've always been, we've always used, uh, it started with 40 members investing in saying, hey, I want this space. Let's get this open space. And that's what it's always been is uh, the membership because it is your dojo. It's a part of you. You come here, it's your physical wiki. If you want to see something done to a certain space, you want to make a, make a podcast room, let's do it. No, seriously, like, you could make this whatever you want. And that's what the members know and they they do. So it's a it's a piece of you. It's it's your third space. So you have some ownership over it. Uh, you It's a duocracy. So whatever you want to see done, we can do it together. Um, so with that, that small amount of money, you know, that's what helps keep the lights on. We've historically never really relied on donation, uh, corporate sponsorship. The corporates come in, but again, this is neutral testing ground, so we don't enforce, you know, what tools to be used, what platforms to be on, right? right? So we want to keep it open. So the the, the membership uh, model always kept us in, in a free format. Right now, the pandemic is beating us up. Um, a lot of the developers in our community and in the broad are still home. Get out, <laughs> come, on, come out and get in person. I, like, um, but we understand it's it's two years of behavior that they're really settled in, uh, but that's affecting us, right? So people aren't coming into person and that's why we're really driving a lot of the events. It's our top funnel. It's the way how we get foot traffic in and people exposed to this cool spot. Um, but yeah, it's primarily always been membership. Now, since we're kind of running into some bumpy roads and we've gone through a lot of our reserves and uh, savings to get this up and running, uh, we're we're getting down to a fine line where we need to actually get to sustainability about another 70, 80 members. Otherwise, uh, we might have to close our doors. Hopefully we don't do that because um, we've been around for 12 years and we survived a pandemic, but now it's like the post-pandemic post is really beating us up. Uh, so hopefully uh, we can get to some sustainability there. Yeah. Nice. So folks, don't forget, this is a nonprofit. Your your membership actually is going into the nonprofit. Mm -hmm. So a lot of that's tax deductible. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, I've been here for the first time coming out of Montana, coming over here. It's my first day here. And it's amazing. It's not just you, you let us set up this podcast room, yeah. but I'm out there in the co-working space talking to people. Uh, I'm not drinking kombucha either. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's been a great opportunity to, to just be a part of this today and, and hopefully in the future. Yeah. So I, I want to kind of end the podcast on a really high note. Tell me tell me a time that something came out of the dojo. Mm -hmm. It just made you smile. Uh, so actually, I interviewed him too. Uh, Pebble Watch. You remember what before the Apple Watch, before all the, the smartwatches, you had Pebble Watch. An interesting story about Pebble Watch is you, you had a group of founders coming in uh, and they had a certain issue with, with the chip uh, within the, the watch itself. And they came to a couple of happy hours and they talked to someone and they found they found a solution. And then they found, they built some confidence around it. And they said, you know what? Now we can scale. We're going to go to 100 watches, right? We're going to do 100 watches and we're going to put it on this thing called Kickstarter. <laughs> Kickstarter works, right? 
And then they were like, okay, cool. Oh, and I'll fast forward the, the story because many of you might know the story of Pebble Watch. Yep. Um, we got a hundred. Yeah. And then like three days, I'm getting the time all mixed up. I would have to review the, the interview and stuff. It was cool. 10,000 orders of came in 10,000. <laughs> so these guys were like, what are we going to do? So then like they literally raised, I think it was over 10 million in 23 days on Kickstarter. Yeah. And like, they speak about this Kickstarter talks about it. It's, it's, it's hero uh, at that time in like 2012. And that all comes from that open community coming in and connecting and being able to share these ideas. So to me, that's like one of my favorite stories. It's it's something of a throwback, if you remember the Pebble Watch, but yeah, it started at the Hacker Dojo. Well, it didn't start at the Hacker Dojo, but it got enhanced and it, it, uh, it, it took off at the Hacker Dojo. Some other notable ones, Pinterest. Um, yeah, they, they, I heard they started out of here, was formerly called Corkboard, yep. uh, and then have graduated and now they're the unicorn. Uh, Webflow started out of Hacker Dojo, so that was another cool one. So those some maybe some of the top of the head. Uh, a lot of cool acquisitions that come out of here. So we are like an uh, an accelerator, but we don't take equity. <laughs> We're just <laughs> uh, maybe I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, but like we are here for the sharing and we want we're the you know we're that platform for founders to come and get started where the folks who are or the people who are scared of tech and want to get into tech and to get started um we might be having some free workshops for coding coming up with we're teaming up with another organization uh we have tons of tons of events throughout the week check us out on meetup.com forward slash hacker dojo if you're in the area bay area this is the one open door policy right here just be excellent to each other Come there, come here and, and check out all the stuff that's going on. That's what I would recommend. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ed. Thanks yeah. for coming to CyberPro Podcast. We had a blast meeting everybody at the Pacific Hackers Conference this year. Please follow us for more great content from the show.